Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome to Five to Thrive. Professor Marty is uh, still on a little break right now, but he will be back with us soon. Today, we're going to be talking about metaphors. So metaphors, do you want someone to be able to understand a new concept or look at something from a different angle? I think as parents and teachers, we're oftentimes wanting that. That's our goal. Well, our best bet to get them, young people to do this is by using a metaphor where we can compare two things or similes work just as well, comparing two things using the words like or as. Here is why metaphors work. Learning is all about connecting new ideas to existing ideas. So a metaphor uses a word or a phrase or a story that we already understand, and then it applies that to a new concept. This whole thing fits right in with Piaget's work on schema. Our minds struggle with new information. We like to continue to think old, comfortable thoughts that we have already thought hundreds of times. Those neural pathways are very strong and they're very comfortable. To develop a new thought and a new way of thinking, we have to develop a new neural pathway. And this is much more challenging and takes much more energy than just keeping our old comfortable thoughts. It's the difference between putting on a pair of old, worn, comfortable sneakers or a pair of tight high heels. It takes some desire and some effort and some adjustment in order to tolerate those new high heels. We'd rather wear the old comfy sneakers oftentimes. In fact, what I just did comparing shoes Using that analogy to help us understand what's going on in the mind, that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. That's a metaphor. So we take a new concept and apply it to something we already understand. We use a comfortable, established neural pathway to help us create a new one. So Piaget talks about a framework or a schema. Uh, if you watch children learning about dogs, at first we think there's one kind of dog, the first dog that we're exposed to. That's our schema of a dog. That's our framework of a dog. Let's say it's a yellow lab. But then we meet a dog that looks just like our yellow lab, but it's black. And then we learn that labs can be yellow or black, or some of them are brown, or there's even this beautiful silver charcoal lab, right? And we assimilate this new information into our schema and our schema or our framework for dogs becomes larger. You know what? And then eventually, now that we've got that comfortable neural pathway and we understand that there can be different kinds of dogs, we see a chihuahua. And we learned that that little chihuahua is a dog. Oh, and a dachshund is too, and so is a St. Bernard. They're all dogs. Our neural pathways grow and expand when we link something new to something we already know. Why should we use metaphors to teach new concepts? Because they allow us to hook new information onto existing schema. And that is the most effective way to learn a new concept. So here's some examples. We compare the heart in the body to a pump the way it circulates blood through the system. So maybe you take the kids over to the fish tank in your classroom and you show them how the pump works and how it circulates the water up and through. And that's what your heart does. It pumps and circulates the water throughout, circulates the blood throughout your body. Uh, that would be one example of a metaphor. We say things like an, effect, an effective teacher is a guide. Well, effective teacher can be kind of ambiguous, but when we say it's a guide, then we realize that an effective teacher helps us understand and get the most out of our experience. It makes it more concrete. It expands our knowledge. Socrates once said that education is the kindling of a flame, not the filling of a vessel. Okay, that helps us understand. We talk about the tip of an iceberg to help us understand that there's much more under the surface. This concept is deeper than what first meets the eye. And we can show kids a picture of an iceberg and then they understand that. I can say something like, I can see the gears turning in your mind. 
And it helps young people understand like how gears turn, like that's their mind is, it's not an accurate scientific metaphor, but it helps them see that there's something going on there. There's movement, there's action, they're getting traction. That's excellent. It ties in closely, this whole concept ties in closely with transfer of information. We learned something in one situation and now we're able to apply that in other situations. This is also so good for developing critical thinking skills. When kids know how to use metaphors, compare, contrast, transfer information, that's paramount to critical thinking. You know, when you consider it, Jesus did this with parables, right? Jesus was a rabbi, a master teacher, and he used parable to help us understand divine heavenly concepts through earthly stories. We can't really understand heaven and eternity and all of that, but we can, and when he compares it to something on earth, we get like this little aha moment. So we have the parable of the good Samaritan. We have the parable of the sower and the seed. Uh, what stands out to me, the concept of equity versus grace is illustrated so beautifully for us in the one where the workers work different lengths of the day, but earn the exact same reward. Jesus is teaching a difficult concept. He helps us understand a concept by tying it to something we're already familiar with. You know, scripture helps us understand who Jesus is by using metaphors. Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is the living water. Metaphors will help, help us make connections, help us link new information onto older information. But we always want to make sure that after teaching using a metaphor that we're checking for understanding. Are the students getting what we'd hope they would get? My favorite way of doing this is having them explain what they're taking away from it what understanding they're gaining, what insights they're gaining. When you can have them explain it, then you know what they truly understood and if you need to go back and tweak or adjust in some way. So my encouragement to you is if you are teaching a new concept, see how you can tie it to something your learners already have an understanding of. In my experience, this is one of the best ways to set up aha moments for our learners. In fact, most teachers that I work with will say that one of their favorite things, one of the most rewarding things about teachers is when they see the light come on. Yes, this is a metaphor. The light comes on. It's a metaphor to help us understand what's going on in the brain. So use metaphors as often as you can and watch the light in your learners light up. Our goal at Five to Thrive is to equip parents and educators to help young people thrive. Here are five things you can consider this week to support the young people around you. Number one, learning happens when we connect new ideas to existing ideas. Number two, one of the most brain-friendly ways to make this connection is through metaphors. Number three, find a similar concept that they already understand and then compare this new concept to it. Number four, make sure you check for understanding. It's best if you have them explain what they learned or what they now understand, what insights they gained. And number five, I'm just going to challenge you to try to teach one new concept this week through the use of a metaphor and let us know how it goes for you. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, Please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.